Welcome to Empowered for Life, a weekly audio podcast with Pastor Dr. Dwight A. Smith, teaching the Bible with clarity and relevance, tackling today's topics and issues, bringing healing and restoration into the lives of hurting people. Hello, greetings and welcome. I'm your host, Pastor Dr. Dwight A. Smith, here with podcast episode number 20, Accessing Kingdom Teachings That Relate to Daily Living. Hello, greetings, and welcome back. I'm your host, Pastor Dr. Dwight A. Smith, here with another podcast episode. We are here to talk today about another name for the Holy Spirit. When we think about names, we must understand that names defines purpose. So in the name of a thing, it defines its purpose. So when we look at the Holy Spirit's names, we're looking at the purpose in the Holy Spirit. Today, we want to look at the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. That's found in John's gospel, chapter 14, verse 17. We also see in John chapter 15, verse 26, when the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. So here we see the spirit of truth or the Holy Spirit comes to us from Jesus Christ and from God the Father. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. We find that in John's gospel, chapter 16, verse 12. Let's look also at 1 John chapter 4, verse 6. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. For we see here the spirit of truth comes from God. Look also at 1 John chapter 5, verse 6. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit who testifies because the spirit is the truth. So here we see again the Holy Spirit is acknowledged or is recognized as the spirit of truth. We see here in the scripture it says in John's Gospel chapter 14 verse 17 the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him. Look also at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God but considers them foolish and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. 
So here we see a person who does not have the Spirit of God, a person who has not been born again, a person who has not received the Holy Spirit, cannot discern the things that are spiritual or from God because in their eyes, in their mind, they perceive what I am talking to you about today as being foolish. When we think about the Spirit of Truth, the name, this title for the Holy Spirit is pregnant with meaning. To call the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Truth is to say that His very essence and character is grounded in truth. The Holy Spirit speaks only the truth about the Father. He speaks only the truth about the Son. He speaks the truth about God's will, about sin, and about salvation. He is the truth. Now, there are other spirits in the world. There are evil spirits. There's lying spirits. There's spirits of confusion, spirits of deception. These spirits are all demonic in their activity. Their whole purpose is misleading people and masquerading as the Spirit of God. Let's look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, and see what John says about these spirits. He says, Dear friend, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because there are many false prophets who have gone into the world. This is how we can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. So he says there are many spirits in the world, but the way that you recognize that the Spirit has come from God is by this, that that Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is going to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that Jesus Christ came to us from God. The Holy Spirit is going to acknowledge that Jesus was born in the flesh, that he was born of a virgin, that he lived, died, and rose again and is now seated at the right hand of God the Father. The Holy Spirit will make known the truths about Jesus Christ and allow us to have an intimate relationship with Christ. John tells us here that we can recognize whether or not a spirit is from God, whether it's the Holy Spirit by virtue of whether or not it testifies about Christ. If that spirit tells you that Jesus was merely a prophet, that he was not the Son of God, that he was not begotten of God, for God neither begot nor can be begotten, then this spirit that would tell you these things is not from God. Verse 3 says, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and is now already in the world. John tells us here that there is a spirit of Antichrist, a spirit of being against Christ, and this spirit that is anti or against Christ will not acknowledge that Jesus is from God. They would not acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God. They will not acknowledge that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. They will not acknowledge that Jesus is the door to the Father. They would not acknowledge that Jesus is the only way to the Father. The Holy Spirit comes to enlighten us, illuminate us, and to reveal the truth of who Jesus is so we could see the door to the Father, so we will understand the way to the Father, so we will have access to the Father because Jesus says, except a man come by me, he comes as a thief or a robber. And 
so we can only get to God one way. Contrary to beliefs that tell you that there are many ways to God, there are many roads that lead to God, Jesus says, I am the way. The meaning that there is only one way. And the Holy Spirit will confirm and reveal this truth to you so that you can establish your relationship with God the Father. There are instructions given to us to ask when someone comes to us to check and see if they are bringing us the truth. And we are to ask them, what do you believe about Jesus Christ? Is he really the son of God? Is he really the word made flesh? Do they believe in the incarnation? If the answer is no, or if the spirit equivocates, they are not the spirit of truth. What the Holy Spirit says and does will always be in perfect harmony with the word of God. For that matter, if anyone comes to us claiming that they have a revelation from God, but the revelation contains falsehoods or untruths of any kind, we can reject it immediately. It did not come from the Holy Spirit. So if anyone comes to us with any kind of revelation saying they received this from God, and if that revelation does not include the fact that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that Jesus Christ is the Word made flesh, that Jesus Christ is incarnate, then we have a right to reject that word, to reject that revelation, because it does not come to us by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said the world cannot accept him because the world does not see him nor know him. That is because the Holy Spirit does not operate on the world's wavelength. And that is why people try so hard to explain away the Christian faith. The world does not know God the Father. The world does not know Jesus Christ and the world does not know the Holy Spirit. Perhaps that is why when a man turns away from God, he will very easily believe a lie. He will believe that he can be reincarnated. He will believe in voodoo and spiritualism. He will believe in false religions because he has turned away from truth and the Holy Spirit is not involved in any of these untruths. The spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and the Holy Spirit is without error. He teaches without error. Because he is the spirit of truth, he testifies to the truth. He enlightened people's mind to to the truth, exposing what is untrue. He guides Jesus's followers into all truth. Some are willing to sacrifice the truth for the sake of convenience, for popularity, for love, and for other reasons. They resist the spirit of truth, and by doing so, they are denying the truth. Even the church that abandons the truth about our Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit will not be a counselor to those who take their faith in Christ for granted. He will not be a counselor to those and he will not flow and operate in churches that are not operating in the truth. You will find that the Holy Spirit only comes alongside to help those who worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Note that strange things are often done and said in the name of the Holy Spirit. People do things and say things and say 
say that the Holy Spirit told them to do it or to say it. Yet the spirit of truth never leads anyone to say or to do anything that is contrary to the word of God. He does not lead anyone to say or do anything that is contrary to the word of God. So if it's not in the word of God, it's not the Holy Spirit leading and guiding them for the word of God is the final authority on truth. In John's gospel, chapter 16, verse 14, it tells us that the spirit will bring glory to Christ, not to himself. The spirit of truth points people to Jesus. Those who will follow the spirit's leading will do the same thing. We won't just argue doctrine and answer hard questions. When the spirit fills a believer, that person will bear witness to Jesus Christ. He said that the spirit will be with you and will be in you. So the Holy Spirit has been with the disciples as Christ promised. Then in the future, he will be in you and me. The promise that the Holy Spirit will live in us in John chapter 14, verse 17, he will be with you and will be in you. The Holy Spirit has been with the disciples and Jesus promised that in the future, he will be in you. The promise that the Holy Spirit will live in the followers of Christ and he will assist them by giving them power and ability. The Holy Spirit will fill them and their lives will be greater. Among all the names for the Holy Spirit, none is as well known as counselor. Another name for the Holy Spirit, counselor. Many of us know the Greek name translated paraclete. In John's gospel, chapter 14, verse 16, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The King James Version of the Bible translates the Greek word parakletos as comforter to suggest a helper or an advocate. The word itself means one who comes alongside to help. So here we see that the Holy Spirit is a counselor. He's a comforter. He's an advocate. He's a helper. He's one who comes alongside of us to help us. His desire is to help us to come to the revelation knowledge of the truth, to reveal all truth to us. His desire is to help us to come to the realization that we too are sons of God and that we are to walk in the fullness of our sonship, to reveal to us the truth of God's word, that we will understand the power and the authority that comes along with being a son of God. For the word of God tells us that as many as received Jesus Christ, to them gave he the power, the authority, the ability to become sons of God. The word of God tells us that the earth is moaning and groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, waiting for us to recognize that we are sons of God, recognize the power and the authority that have been given to us and to rise up and to walk in the fullness of sonship, to walk in our inheritance, to walk in what has been given to us. For the Bible tells us that as Christ is, so are we in this earth. Jesus said, greater things shall you do because I've gone to the Father. So he gives us the ability to accomplish great things. He gives us the ability to move in greatness. But in order to do that, our relationship has to be established with the Father and with Christ Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is the one who woos
moves us, who brings us into relationship with Christ. And we must then receive the Holy Spirit, for he is the helper. He's the parakletos. He's the comforter, the counselor, the advocate, the one who is going to be inside of us, who's going to go with us on a daily basis, who's going to reveal truth, who's going to reveal the will of God, who's going to reveal sin so that we can live a holy, sanctified, consecrated life. Now, some of you may say, how can I live a holy life? How can I live a sanctified life? Those words are old. However, God says to us, be ye holy as I am holy. So God would never tell us to do anything that he would not give us the ability to do. He tells us to sanctify ourselves. That word sanctify means to set yourself apart from. So he says sanctify yourself, set yourself apart from sin, but also set yourself apart unto God. So you're to separate yourself from sin and set yourself apart unto God. You're set yourself apart to the word. You're to live by the word of God. You're to live by the precepts and the laws of God. You are to worship him in spirit and in truth. And by doing so, you're sanctifying yourself and you become holy, blameless, and without sin. And so it is essential for us to understand that that we must have the comforter, the counselor, the Holy Spirit abiding on the inside of us because he brings the power of God, the ability of God to operate in our lives. You know, some would say that counselor or helper is Christ's favorite title for the Holy Spirit. We read in John's Gospel chapter 13 where they were at the feast of Passover and there Jesus was talking with his disciples as he had participated in washing their feet, but also he was sharing with them that he wouldn't be with them always, that he would have to leave. And they felt a little bad about that. They were discouraged. And uh, he said unto them that he would not leave them orphans. He would not leave them orphans, but he would send unto them another comforter, another counselor, another one just like him, but this one would live in them. He would be in them and he would lead them and guide them into all truth that he would reveal to them everything that Jesus had told them. He would bring it back to their remembrance. And so it's important for us to understand as well that the Holy Spirit comes to bring back to our remembrance the things which Christ has spoken in the Word of God. He comes to reveal to us the truth of God's Word, help us to understand the principles and the precepts and the laws of God's Word. He helps us so that we can live according to the Word of God. He makes the Word of God practical for us so that we can abide in the word. For Jesus said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, then you can ask whatever you will. And so as we learn to abide in the word, as we learn to live according to the word, as we learn to speak the word, as we learn to decree and to declare the word, as we learn to pray the word, the Holy Spirit brings to us the truth and the revelation of that word. He gives us the rhema knowledge of the word of God so that we can be empowered to be a victorious, overcoming Christian 
in this life. Many people think in terms of dying and going to heaven that I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to, to be victorious when I make it there. But Jesus wants us to live a victorious overcoming life while we are here on the earth. He wants us to understand that we have power over all the power of the enemy right here on earth. He wants us to know that nothing by any means shall harm us right here on the earth. He wants us to know that if we would abide in the word of God, if we would fellowship in our relationship with him and with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will reveal to us the truths of God's word. It will help us to understand how to use the word of God to become successful and to overcome, even as God told Joshua, keep the word of God before your eyelids, meditate on it both day and night, and then you shall have good success and you shall make your own way prosperous. God tells us that there is a way we can be prosperous through the word of God. He says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul would prosper. And the Holy Spirit will help you to understand how to prosper in the things of God. Look at John's gospel, chapter 14, verse 15. Jesus says, if you love me, notice what he says, if, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father. I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate, another comforter, another counselor, and he will help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. So here we see that Jesus says that if you love him, he is suggesting that he will talk to the father on your behalf to make sure that you receive the counselor, the comforter that you need in order to be sustained in life. He says, I will pray to the father. I will ask him to give you this comforter, to give you this counselor, and he will be with you always. So he will be with you. Once you receive him, he will not leave you. We stated that the Greek word parakletos means comforter, but this word means much more than that. For the title is rich and it suggests spiritual roles such as a counselor, a strengthener, a comforter, a helper, a advisor, a advocate, an intercessor, and a friend. So you see here, there are many aspects of this name or his characteristics that are in this name. So if you need strength, the Holy Spirit is there as a strengthener. If you need help through any situation that you're confronted with and going through, the Holy Spirit will be there as your strengthener or your helper. He will be your advisor. He will advise you. If you ask the Holy Spirit, he will advise you as to what to do, what decisions to make, which road to travel down. He will advise you by giving you the best advice you could get. He's an intercessor, an intercessor meaning that he prays, he will pray with you. He will pray for you. He will intercede on your behalf. He will intercede and pray with groanings which cannot be uttered. He will, he knows the mind of the Father. He knows the will of the Father. He knows the plan and the purpose of 
of the Father. He knows the will of God for your life. And therefore, if you consult him about God's will for your life, he will assist you. He will help you. He will give you advice because he is just that kind of friend. He wants to be your friend. And you know, as I know, any good friend is someone we fellowship with on a daily or regular basis. When we have real good friends, we want to talk to them often. And so that's what we should do in our relationship with the Holy Spirit. We should fellowship with him often. We should talk with him often. We should run our choices past him. We shouldn't make decisions without inviting him into the decision-making process to get advice about what we should do. And as we do these things, we will find that the Holy Spirit is right there as our comforter to bring comfort in situations of stress and anxiety and tension. He is our advisor to give us correct advice to choices and decisions because he is ultimately our friend. So remember, the Holy Spirit is a person. He's the third person of the Godhead. He teaches the truth and he guides the course of our lives. He strengthens and comforts us in difficult situations. He intercedes. He pleads our case, even as an attorney would plead the case of a client in a courtroom. But he pleads our case through prayer. He is a friend who promotes our best interests. So you see, the Holy Spirit is essential in our Christian walk. It's imperative that we get to know him. Know him as the spirit of truth and know him as our comforter, counselor, our advocate our paracletos, and once we do, we will find that we will live victorious, overcoming, and a triumphant Christian life. Holy Spirit, help me to become more sensitive to you, to be able to hear your voice more clearly, and to understand how important my relationship is with you, so that I can grow effectively as a overcoming, triumphant Christian. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Empowerful Life. If you are ready to shake off religion and tradition, to be, to do, and to have everything God purposed for you, then continue to tune in as we answer your questions and reveal to you the mysteries and secrets of the kingdom of God. Feel free to email us your questions and prayer requests at TV at AOL.com. That's Empowered for Life TV at AOL.com. Or visit us online at www.empoweredforlife.tv. Again, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to sharing the Word of God with you.